The Canadian Agri-Food Policy Institute hosted a webinar this week to talk about Russia's invasion of Ukraine and what it means for agriculture and food security. One of the presenters was Sebastian Puglio, agricultural economist with Farm Credit Canada. To summarize, it just means that there's fewer grain on the world market that's going to be available. And we see that the impact of that is raising uh, grain and all seed prices. So uh, grain prices are way up, especially for wheat. We saw it last week. The uh, wheat futures hit the limit six times. It has settled since then, but it, it's, it shows us really that you know grain prices have been going up. And it, there are other impacts on the market, especially also on uh, input prices. Uh, one obvious one is the price of oil, which impacts the price of gasoline, diesel. Uh, so for grain farmers, it's going to cost a lot more just to put the crop in or harvest uh, in terms of diesel. And another important impact on inputs is uh, the one on fertilizer. Um, Russia and Belarus, that's uh, also involved in the conflict, are uh, facing a lot of sanctions right now, and they are important producers of potash. Uh, so that's going to have an, a positive impact on fertilizer prices. Already that we had high fertilizer prices uh, starting the middle of last year uh, because of uh, several disruptions. In, uh, if we think of a hurricane in, in uh, the Gulf of Mexico, uh, we had also high natural gas prices even before the Ukraine conflict, the Ukrainian war. Um, so that meant we already had very high fertilizer prices and now we're having some more pressure on that. I must add also that there's been uh, export quotas by China for fertilizer. Uh, same thing with Russia. Uh, so it, it's all building up on higher fertilizer prices. I've got some uh, forecasts in here about uh, for fertilizer prices. These were run like 10 days ago. So they're not fully capturing the impact of the conflict uh, of the war right now. Uh, if we look at uh, urea, uh, we're talking, uh, I'm looking in here at a crop year basis. So I'm going to compare 21-22 to 2020-20 uh, and 21, okay? Uh, so urea, we're talking about uh, the price doubling uh, from one crop year to the next. Ammonium phosphate, 65% uh, up. Uh, anhydrous ammonia, 65% up. So these are from our forecast, we already see much higher uh, fertilizer prices, and they're just going to keep on increasing. These are on the lower end, given that we're not fully capturing the effect of the conflict, uh, of the war here. And one impact it's going to have for us is uh, we expect uh, actually probably farmers to switch a little bit more toward uh, crops that will ask for fewer inputs. So if we think on the east, it's probably going to be a little bit more soybean than corn. Although it's the effect is a little bit ambiguous right now because we're having like corn prices and soybean both uh, prices both increasing, uh, but inputs also increasing. So we still need to figure out a little bit what's going to be the end uh, effect. Uh, but to mention also, we still expect actually that pretty much all crops in Canada we expect them to be profitable. Uh, so even though input prices are going up, uh, output prices are going up so much that we still expect uh, crop, uh, crop farming to be profitable in 21, 22. And when it comes to livestock, well, you know, grain prices is bad news. Uh, so it's gonna be a lot more difficult for uh, livestock producers, especially that, you know, we just had a drought. So uh, barley prices are very high in, in the prairies. 
the prairies is already importing a lot of corn from the United States because of that shortage. Um, so it's going to just build on top of that to, to make the cost of feeding livestock a, a lot higher. Um, so if we're looking at margins for beef, uh, they, we see them uh, essentially negative for uh, 21, uh, 22. Uh, and in hogs, though, uh, we're seeing a little bit of positive margins in the middle of, uh, of the, the year so far, farrow to finish operation. Uh, we expect, like in July, to see some profitability. But for the rest of the year, it's pretty much negative. That was Sebastian Puglio, agricultural economist with Farm Credit Canada. He was speaking this week during a webinar hosted by the Canadian Agri-Food Policy Institute. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email farmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.